2: Sugar Shane uh, got Billy Davies with me. How's
1: everybody doing this evening?
2: Uh, Doing all right, and we got a guest with us, Earl McCoon. How's it going? Doing all right, man. How about yourself? Uh, If I was any better, I'd be twins. I hear you. (laughs) What was it? Somebody told me the other day, if I was any better, vitamins would be taking me.
1: That's pretty good.
2: That's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> but uh, that was actually my boss that said that. I was pretty stunned. But uh, <laughs> uh, tell, I'm gonna let you start off just a little bit, Earl, telling us a little bit about yourself and everything, just to break down what kind of guests we got here.
0: Okay. Well, um, well, Earl McCune's my name. Uh, I uh, used to, which we're, we're going to be bringing him back. Uh, I hosted a show called some kind of radio show. Um, originally started out as a a podcast on blog talk radio and then we moved it to doing it in just a youtube google hangout on air type of show we did that for about a year and a half and then i moved over to another internet radio station i won't name them by name um where we spent about a year and a half there or actually we spent two years there my god and then, uh, we left there and, uh, now we are, uh, in the, uh, process of starting up a brand new internet radio station, which we're going to be calling, uh, SKO radio network, which, uh, hopefully will be debuting, uh, sometime, uh, in the fall. I mean, worst case be winter time, but it, we should have it folks uh, going by the end of 2017. You no, know, that's the plan. And that's going to be at skoradio.com and we're going to have all sorts of music, um, different varieties it's going to be an open format all different talk shows It's going to be a lot of fun i like how you don't like give an exact date yeah know, to, well we we, we don't have one ready. yet well yeah i mean we won't we don't want to give the exact date until we know we're going to have that date i mean we want to be able to be you know in our location because we're going to be in a physical location with this and we're going to be going to have a studio set up and everything and we want to make sure everything's working and ready to go the website's 100% ready to go and then we can say okay we're gonna do a little bit of testing make sure everything works and then say okay hey we're gonna shoot for this date and then we're gonna go I mean we're not gonna have all sorts of guest dates here I'm not gonna throw out an exact date because I don't want to give a date and then it gets pushed back and then you know we lose a little credibility that way I want to have exact date and exact time and you know know when we're going to go and it's just all basing on you know when we have everything ready to go you know we still got some equipment we got to purchase yet we're we're almost there um we have a we have a location picked out we just got to get the lease signed and you know all that going and we just got to get a few things just a few more pieces of puzzle done i'm gonna be
2: looking into shit like chairs and stuff too anytime because uh, we're always on the akron in the Cuyahoga Falls sale things mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So if I see mm-hmm. anything,
0: I'll just let you know what we can do. Oh, absolutely. I appreciate it. Yeah, we've already got um, one of our uh, key people, uh, Tony the Comedy Killer, who bought us our desk already, our big uh, L-shaped desk we're going to have. We're going to have the studio set up with all the mics and everything. He's already purchased that, so that's a big purchase for us. Yeah. Um, you know, we've already purchased our board. We purchased our microphones, um, our our swing arms, our you know pop filters. All that's been bought. You know, we still we still got to get our computers bought, but we have a uh, another one of our guys who uh, knows a guy who's going to be setting us up with some great computers. So we'll have uh, a nice system set up. So uh, we're just getting all the pieces of the puzzle together.
2: Uh, I wanted to uh, say something to Sean. Sean, he joined. He's a uh, down south Georgia. As that guy used to do to the people down in Georgia called it Georgia, but we I never heard anybody call it that. But he wanted to know if uh, he'd get a little update. It's just Earl uh, McCoon. He's joining us on the podcast tonight with me and here Billy, and uh, we're he's discussing. He was just mentioning he's starting. We're, he's starting up a podcast station toward fall or late winter or later no later than winter and uh it's one of the ones i'm gonna be working with so uh he's gonna be a guest he was a guest today on the show so uh we're just gonna be talking and him hauling around i don't know if you heard uh well i wanted to tell that mention this to you billy yeah um you remember, guy that you went to the meeting remember pat morrow that was sitting next to you in the yeah. meeting did you uh catch his post today he said i've listened to the last edition of your show I'm quite impressed with the content and professionalism that is there. You've landed another listener.
1: Oh, wow. That's <clears> fantastic. So
2: I thought that was kind of awesome that he said that, coming from a guy that has a pretty good bit of knowledge of radio itself. So uh, I was a uh, – you know, he seems like a guy that listens to a lot of talk radio just from gathering, reading the volume. Oh, that's fantastic.
1: Enough. Yeah, that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah,
2: so Pat's, Pat's a great guy, good friend of ours. Yeah, he's, he's really knowledgeable. He seems to be a great guy. Yeah, uh, I just want to know. Oh, go
1: ahead. Yeah, I was, I was just going to qualify something with uh, Earl here because I do feel it's important. You are on Twitter at SKO Radio Show, correct?
0: That is correct, yes.
1: And then you also, what's the Facebook page now?
0: Facebook.com. Well, we have two. We have one for the show, and then we for the show we do that I do, and then we have one for the actual station. Uh, the show, I'll do that one first, is Facebook.com slash SKO Radio Show. And then the station one, which we just started uh, for the SKO Radio Network, is uh, Facebook.com/slash. Uh, I think we did SKO Radio. I think we did SKO Radio Network. I think that's what we did. I got re- to double check that real quick, but uh, I right. can't remember it. But yeah, I have to double check that. But it's um, if you search SK- some kind of SKO Radio Network on Facebook, you'll find us there. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Real easy to find us. Um.
2: Well, did, you, did you hear Stan Lee's wife died? No, did not hear. Yeah, that. yeah. Christina was telling me that. Do you know who Stan Lee is, right? Oh Billy? yeah, absolutely. Billy, you know who I'm Stan not exactly... Lee is. He's the uh, guy that created not... the Marvel. He's the one that created the Marvel universe oh okay okay yeah the old man yeah he's old now but does all the, 90- does
0: all the cameos in the movies for yeah
2: yeah he does yeah. all cameo appearances in the movies and all that he uh his wife passed away she was 93 i think he's 92 mm-hmm. so uh, they've been married i'm sure quite a while but she passed away so i'm uh kind of worried how hard is he gonna take it and you know sometimes mm-hmm. when they're that old you never know what's going to happen oh yeah Big, huge fan of Marvel. I would love Marvel a lot better than DC. The only thing DC ever did that I liked was Batman, and that was simply it. I didn't care for oh, yeah. yeah. Didn't care for Superman. He was a little bit too much and some of the other characters. But uh, I wanted to make a, qu- a quick question before we get into news. We'll get into that in a little bit. I just wanted you to name me. Each one of us, we can start with you, Billy, because I'm really curious what you're going to say. Uh-oh. What's your favorite show? And you can pick two. And on each one, tell me what's your TV show. Well, I can't even get a name movie, so I don't even want to go into that category. But what's your favorite TV show? And with each one, why? That you, uh, you seem to like that show a lot.
1: Can it be like one that's on the air now or have to, or Oh, it can in the be past? any.
2: Oh, it can be any. Any. It don't matter.
1: Well, you know, I don't watch <clears throat> necessarily a lot of TV quote-unquote shows. I watch news a lot on the weekend. Um, I kind of like 60 Minutes, and I know I'm really going to sound square there, but <laughs> I, I do. I, it's it's on repeats now because it's summertime. But when it's in prime time, I believe they do a, a pretty good job. And as far as you know, fictional shows, I, one of my favorites, and this <laughs> this is going to be the total opposite, was Dexter. Oh, wow, wow. I remember that once. I I, I used to watch that religiously. And for those of you who don't know, it it was about a guy who... He worked for the forensic department for the police department, and he was a blood spatter (coughs) expert and all these other good things. And that really came in handy because his sideline was being a serial killer. (laughs) So, it was... um, it, it, I it, they really went some interesting directions with that plot line. And I really enjoyed that. So that that's probably two. That I've been just...
2: wanting to start that Dexter only because I've been watching that show six feet under with him in it.
1: Oh, that's a fantastic show. Yeah. Too. I
2: love that show, man. I mean, it is an awesome. show. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to watch it, you get, if you have HBO or the HBO on demand, check it out. Good show. But um, that's why I've been wanting to watch it is because of that.
1: Right.
0: Do uh, you go ahead? Uh, Errol, tell us what your two okay. favorite two of your favorites two two of my favorites. Okay, now here's the thing: I'm not big into what's on TV today. I don't watch a lot of TV. Oh, of that's fine. What's old? You know, I like the older shows. Um, two of my favorites. Um, well, one of the things I like: I'm a big Star Trek fan. I love Star Trek. Um, I love it all. I mean, from any of the five series. I mean, I, yeah. I love it, every bit of Star Trek. I'm a big Trekkie. Um so I mean anything Star Trek I I, I watch the hell out of it. Um, <laughs> the other show I really enjoy and I, this this goes back to childhood for me. Um I'm a kid of the eighties, so I i watched Airwolf. Um uh, mm. it was Jan Michael Vincent, and Ernest Borgnine was in it. And I used to love that show. And uh I mean I I used to like have the little toys and everything and have my own little uh imaginary adventures, you know, with the uh Airwolf helicopter and all that. I, I just, I just love that show. I love the action. I love anything flying. I love the flying sequences, the aerial action. Um, my one little, my one little claim to fame with Airwolf, though, I, I will say this: I did a um, an Airwolf um, fan film. I, I did a voiceover part for it, and uh, my good friend um, Adam Leto, who does all my <clears throat> video work, because uh, we do video during our radio show. Um he does he does a production, we call it S- scores TV, some kind of radio show TV. And he produced and put together an Airwolf fan film called Airwolf Redemptions. And he did that originally in two thousand and ten and then he did a director's version just last year, where you can find it on YouTube. As a matter of fact, I'll send you guys the copy of it. I'll send you the link to it, it's on YouTube. I did a voiceover. I had like a one-two minute voiceover cameo type of thing, in it oh, that's I was cool. a chopper pilot in it. And uh, it, I'll send you the link here. I'll, I'll put it on our um, our staff page for everyone to see. And uh, it, 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 he did a really excellent job to it, and it, it, and it's it's a lot of fun. And uh, but I, one of my favorites, absolutely, was Airwolf. So, but I had to throw in that little claim the fame to Airwolf there. Oh, but, that's cool. Uh, cool. Who's
2: your favorite yeah. captain on Star Trek? Gotta ask that real quick.
0: Oh God, you know I'm a Kirk guy all the oh, way. Oh, are you? you I, know, a lot of I, people love are. Them. I,
2: people. Yeah, I, I like I, I like Kirk, but I I guess I'm of course, I'm kinda leaning towards Jean-Luc Picard. I'm a big next generation fan.
0: Mm-hmm. So, oh, so but, you know, that's the thing. I, I there's not one I like really over the other, but if I were to choose I had to be Captain Kirk. He was the he was the original. He was the yeah, yeah. uh he was the he was the original badass of captains, you know, and he, you know, he did he uh he got all the girls and he didn't care. <laughs> yep. My two favorite shows, or my two,
2: two of my favorite shows, it's hard, I can't absolutely pick anything when it comes to movies. There's just no, uh, no way I can do it on movies. It's just, I, I love movies dating back to damn Charlie Chaplin and Buster Keaton all the way up to fucking today. It don't matter. I can watch a solid film, I can watch it, it doesn't matter. So it's hard for me to pick a favorite film. I have a favorite trilogy, like I like Lord of the Rings, you know, and like, you know, things like that. But mm, to narrow right. down one movie is just very complicated. But my favorite two shows probably are one. If you want to go to the modern era, it would be The Sopranos. Um, great show, I, oh. great show. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. Based just on the writing, um, I love the cast. I couldn't think of. I can't. There's not one character in that in that show that I could think somebody else would be better at. And it's very rare you get a cast that well that you can't think of somebody else. There's nobody else I could think of putting in their spot. Right. And, And the second one I've mentioned on here before, and everybody's probably, if you've listened to this a lot, and if you know me well, you're going to know this is it. My favorite show, probably, quite possibly of all time, because I can just put one on at any time I spent Father's Day watching it, is The Twilight Zone. One of the best written shows. I mean, and the reason why is because Rod Serling, it was his baby, and he controlled it. Mm -hmm. So The Twilight Zone, like I said, I'll be be at night sitting there thinking, what am I going to watch? I'll just go to Netflix uh hit it and scroll down and find a good show, one of the episodes, and just play it. Just, I can watch it right. anytime. Sean said his favorite movies are the thing and Scarface, and his favorite show, one of his favorite shows is Three's Company. <laughs> Three's Which, Company. It, no. Yeah. Which hmm. it is a good show. People do not
1: realize how talented
2: Jack uh John Ritter was, man. Oh
1: yeah, hey, he was fantastic. Yeah, the
2: absolutely. way The way he got that role Was you know the scene at the very beginning where he flips over in the tub and all that shit and then then the show's coming on? Yeah. The way he got that role when he went into the audition, he came in doing shit like that. Mm -hmm. And he was pretty much a no-name. And that's how he landed the role. They said, that's the guy we want right there. Because Hmm. he came in acting crazy and stumbling and tripping all over shit and all that. And that's why they gave him the role. It wasn't for him reading his lines as much as it was he just fit the character. Right, right, right. what right, they were looking well, for. Well, he
0: could do that slapstick comedy. Right? Oh, exactly. yeah. He's a master yeah. of that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, very good. Uh, it's pretty much that. Uh, this is the, getting into the, real, the regular news here. Trump calls out CNN <laughs> on foreign soil. And there's a lot of people tweeting about his shit. I don't know that he did something so bad, myself, in that area. I mean... Right. Uh, A lot of people are talking about it like, oh, why is he doing that, calling out our press when he's over on foreign soil? I mean, I'm not trying to bring up nothing and nothing against the guy. But if I'm not mistaken, and especially in the first four years, President Obama went overseas and was slandering our ass to the most point, talking about Mm -hmm. how we ought to apologize for this and apologize for that. And he was on foreign soil. So, I mean, you can't –
1: A lot of the people on the left are are making the insinuation that he's challenging free speech with these wars on on the press. And I don't know that that's the case. Let's just say, for example, I have a beef with CNN and I say, well, I'm not going to do an interview with CNN. Okay, that's not censoring them. When, When you consider how many television stations, how many radio stations there are in the United States, there's no way that the president can give an interview to all of them give access to all of them. No. Okay, it would it would be censorship if he sent federal troops to CNN and say, hey, we're unplugging all this stuff. That would be censorship. But by having some sort of a, a beef with CNN, unless he uses the power of the federal government to restrict them in some way. Right. He, you know, what? I, as an individual, he can they're give an interview to whoever air. he wants. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah, they're
2: still on the air. So I mean, unless he says you can't be on the air, it censors them all together as an organization. He could I mean, that's like saying, that's that's like saying, okay, I don't like my neighbor next door. If I don't like him, which I don't have a neighbor, but I say I don't have a I have a neighbor next door and I don't like him, and I don't like him cutting grass, the way he cuts it. That's his business if it's in his yard cutting his grass, but that don't mean I'm going to let him come up my yard and cut my grass. See? That's the same difference. Mm-hmm. If I told him he couldn't come in my if I told him, you know, he's just saying he can't. they can't come there and deal with him. That's all he's saying. He can't say you can't broadcast the news all over. Right. So, right. I mean... <laughs>
1: Now, with that being said, does it, is doing what he is doing? Is it beneath the office of president? Yes, it is. Should, you know, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. And I I believe he's really putting a real smudge on the office of president by acting this way. And if I was his friend, I'd say, you know, there's two there's two areas of society in the United States that you shouldn't mess with as president. Okay, number one is the security agencies. (laughs) and Number two is the press. You go at war with those people and sooner or later they're going to find something on you. All right. When When you challenge them to say, hey, you know what? Uh, I'm at war with you. They're going to find something on you, and I, I just don't know that that's a good idea uh, to pick a fight with people that you need your. Those are the people you need support from. You know that right. you need, need their their respect, and uh, to pick a fight with with that structure of our, of our society is probably not a good idea.
2: You know that. Remember, we talked about it last week. That wrestling video they did with his head and all that. Right, right, right. There's a la- the lady I work with. I won't name names. She thought, I'll tell you how fake news could get out there. <laughs> she looked at me and said, Did you hear about President Trump? I said, What? I said, What now? He said, He bought him body slamming that reporter. I said, About <laughs> <Yeah>. what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a minute here. <laughs> I said, you talk about that damn video they did, man. I said, that wasn't real. You didn't see it, it was ringside. I said, they just put his head yeah. on top of a wrestler. She thought it was real news. Yeah. She was wondering if they were going to take him to court over him body slamming the wrestler.
1: Yeah. But uh, Oh, it's, ama- it's amazing how some of these crazy stories get traction. It, it really is amazing.
0: Sorry, I have what's amazing? What's, ama- you know, what's amazing too is you know, just to add to the fake news thing, how about all these celebrity death hoaxes that are going around?
2: Oh so, yeah, God, those are
0: just as I mean, it, it, you, that's just a faction of it. I mean, you get you get all that. I mean, there was just one just the other day about Kid Rock had a meth lab explosion or something like. then I'm like, <laughs> yeah. and, and course, I'm like <laughs> wait a minute, <laughs> no. Come on. You know, I'm like, I'm sitting here today, and it's it, it so funny. My wife and I are sitting here, and she goes, "Kid Rock died in the explosion." I was like fake news I've been seeing it for two days it's fake oh no 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 I'm like see you're falling <laughs> into the trap of the fake news thing yeah and well, that just, it's it's ridiculous
1: well a lot of that goes back a long way I mean Paul McCartney way back mm-hmm. at yeah. the height of the Beatles you know there was a rumor going around that he was dead right and uh don't ask me why we're so fascinated with that celebrity death, I, don't so I don't know why I
2: Man, doesn't make sense it seems like you'd want to believe unless you absolutely <laughs> hate him <them> or something <laughs> I mean, exactly. I don't know. I mean, the thing that gets me, when I get to seeing those things on Facebook now, where somebody died, I don't even look at that shit. I don't hit the link. I don't hit a damn thing. I know it's going to say gotcha or whatever the hell it is if it's wrong. Right. I go to immediately researching, and I find out if it's real, then I find out it ain't. You know, I don't I don't even look at that and say, I don't post that shit. I don't do nothing until I know whether it's right. true or not. Because you're right. It's like every time you turn around, somebody's died, it isn't dead. Mm-hmm. Or you end up, I, I'll tell you why, I learned my lesson the hard way. One was posted here a while back, I can't remember who the hell it was, because it's been a few months ago. I posted one about somebody died, a celebrity. All of a sudden I get a comment, they died two years ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of those that go around too. I mean, there was, They'd already there been, There's one for somebody, I, I can't remember the name either, but. I think I told somebody they've been dead for, like, seven or eight years. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute here. They're like, oh, no. And I can see all these comments, you know, just people that don't know and they don't follow anything. And it's like you see all these, like, 20, 30, 40, 50 comments. It's like, oh, rest in peace. It's like he's been dead for eight years. Come on, people. Get with it. Really. I mean, and, you know, I think the one of the worst ones that's really haunting, you go back to. Death of Paul Walker just a week before Paul Walker died, there was a death hoax on him. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, there was a big death hoax of him Mm. uh, about dying in a car crash. And then, and then, and then it happened for real. I mean, it was just a few days before that. I was like, God, see, I mean, and that that was that was a tough one because everyone thought it was then the point, you know, when he really died,
2: nobody believed it. Oh, it
0: was a hoax. That hoax has been around for a week, and then. CNN, Fox News, all the big news outlets are reporting it. I'm like, okay, this one's not a hoax. Right. And that's, you know, the thing with the fake news. I mean, that's just one mention of fake news, you know, and it's, and here's the thing, the fake news, and and I think this is kind of what Trump wants, but I don't think he's going to say it, is it'll never happen. The the days of uh, the Walter Cronkites out there, you know, the days of, uh, double-checking your sources, the days of confirming news. Everyone, all these big media outlets want to be the first to report something, and they'll report whatever they hear. I mean, whether right. it's false, it's true, or just a rumor, they, they, they want to be the first to report it. Whether they have any factual sources or not, they want to be the first one because they want to be the first in news, period. And it's all about getting the oh, ratings, and it's right. all about money.
1: Period. That's right. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: You're right. You're right. uh, And that's one of the bad things about Internet news now. Because before, you had to actually go through the motions of tracking down your news, getting to the press, making sure you got it out, you know, and everything, the evening edition or the morning edition, everything had to be right fast. Shit, there ain't no evening or morning edition now. It's whenever you get it, put that shit on the damn web. You know what I mean? Right. There is no more yeah. tracking down the news anymore. It's like, when you hear it, let's just start writing a story about it. If it's
0: true, we'll find out as we keep on tapping. <laughs> the, the days of good investigative journalism are gone. Oh, I mean, yeah. it, it's, it, it's gone. Those days are long behind us. I, mean, I used it's, to it's want to be sad, a journalist. sad, sad thing, now. but it's true. And, you know, I mean, I, I'm one of those guys. I'd love to get back to the days of, you know, good, solid news reporting, good, solid leads real news not the fake crap not the death hoaxes not the oh we uh, think we know what happened the so-and-so here oh wait a minute no that's not the case i mean I don't know how many times i've turned on fox or cnn or whatever and they're watching uh, a good example the um you know just these uh sp- these high-speed chases that you know that you see all the time right and they have all the information on oh <laughs> we know who this is and this Oh no, it's not that person. Or no, this is not the case. Or because they want to just they report first thing they hear out of whoever the witness is or whoever they because you know how people talk. You know you get you get all these people or or witness and people fabricate things or they just they they want the attention. They'll say whatever the hell they want to say and it it just gets so stupid with these uh, people in the news today. And the the days of journalism and good reporters are long behind us, and it's a sad sad thing.
1: Let me ask you this, Earl. Yeah. Um, let's say an in-depth report, which yeah. has a lot of nuance to it.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: You know, you, you thoroughly examine the issue and, and, and present different sides to it, mm-hmm. the pros and cons. D- does the audience today have the patience for that?
0: No. And that's, I don't think they do. That's the thing. This is a fast-paced society. Everybody, and this is the thing, everybody wants everything now. Oh, yeah. Bottom line. And I think that's what the problem was. Like, just not to change the subject, like Major League Baseball. Let's speed up the game because no one has the patience to sit through a game. Oh,
2: I hear people say right. that they want to cut the damn teams or how many games yeah. you have. I'm like,
0: what the fuck, man? It's been yeah, that way I for mean, 100 I, I years. Mean, it's just, it's just society in general. Everything's so fast. Everything's you know, you have instantaneous news, 24 uh, seven. You have, I mean, everything in the world you can get now. 24 hours a day pretty much except for for booze unless you're in vegas but (laughs) (laughs) but that's the thing this is a 24 hour society now i mean the days of the nine to five people are gone the people go to work nine to five are gone you know 11 p.m used to be pretty much the you know back in the day what 11 12 o'clock after the national news the tv went off i mean the, the test screen and um you know, it is a 24 hour society people don't have the patience they want everything now they want it at their fingertips they want everything now and that's yeah. the problem and it, it's 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 a revolving chain event of reactions there so to speak of it's just everybody wants everything now it's, instead line. of it's, There's like no patience. It's, when,
2: it's like instead of the need for greed we got the greed for need right i mean it's like Gotta, 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 gotta have it. And uh, nobody has an attention span past that to the end of their nose. No, they don't. It's, it's it's a sad thing, you know. It's like me and Billy said last week when people research now. They'll find out something about something and they want to know about somebody they'll or they're trying to find something out. They'll Google it and they'll scroll till they get the one little piece of information they want and then they stop there. Mm-hmm. They don't bother to read the rest of it and, you know, the context. Right. there's that so many. True. There's so many books. I mean, I won't even go into that, but there's so many books and so many things that have been misinterpreted and misquoted, news even, throughout the years because they didn't even bother Uh, to read the context of the story.
0: No doubt. No doubt.
2: Everything has to be read within its context. You can't take one sentence and base a whole whole damn piece of information on it.
1: Right. Well, one thing that social media has done and certain aspects of the Internet in general— is let's say during the 1990s, that's when cable news really took off. You had CNN getting real big, Fox News came into play, and all these others got on board. And even with that, even though there was a lot of sensationalism involved in that, and there still is, there was still a certain amount of professionalism involved. For example, if we had a radio show, let's say, for example, there was a producer involved, there was... You know, a technical person running the equipment, and then there was the person who was doing the announcing, and he had writers who did research for him. Mm-hmm. Now, because of the fact it's a great thing that everybody has access to social media and the internet and so forth, I mean, it's a very great thing, but it's also a bad thing because there's all these people out there throwing information with without any vetting at all. You know, there's no filters, so that's why some of these sensational stories get get. Get traction by people who have a lot of followers, and they, and they might be just literally be pulling stuff out of there. You know what? Mm-hmm. And there's no filters for it.
0: Well, it's uh, the old, it's the old, it's the old thing where you got ten people in a line. One person says to the second person, "Okay, oh, yeah." Uh, uh, Bill did. Uh, Bill, uh, Bill shot his dog and with a BB gun. Pass it on, and and by the ten, taking to the tenth person, it's going to completely change be a missile launcher. I mean, it's, the exactly. You, it. you know, <laughs> that's, the, that's, the whole, that's the whole general thing. I mean, with, with, like the social media and all that, things get so, you know, everyone likes to sensationalize everything. You know, everyone likes to put their own little twist on things, even stories. You know, like sure. just, just telling a general story about something that happened during the day at work or something. Things I get so yeah. sensationalized. And, you know, then you tell this person that tells the next person that tells the next person. By the time it gets back to you, it's a completely different story.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I've met, I've ran into that quite a few times. I could tell you how many times I've been heard something from somebody, and I'd be like, "Damn, what?" the time you get done, with, it's like an old Andy Griffith episode. I don't know if you ever seen this one. Barney gets his finger cut. Uh huh. And they all start, and then they run into him, and then all the the women's gossip gossipers in town run into him at the guy's getting a band aid for his finger. So they uh-huh. go back, and by the time they get done, by the time the story gets around town, in like two hours, by the time they get done, Barney been shot and killed. <laughs> and, all he, and all he had was a cut on his <laughs> finger. <laughs> so, I mean, it's that basic deal, you know. So, I mean, it's been going on for years as far as word of mouth. But if you're right. going to be in control of the press and you're going to be a journalist, it should be like Friday said, just the facts. Right. You know. Exactly. And, right. Uh, Well, I do want to make mention, Maxine Waters, not a huge fan of her, she tweeted against the president here past recently about the deal with the foreign ground soil and all that, talking about he shouldn't have no business over there, and talking against the president and all that, pretty much doing the same thing he did, but in a reverse fashion. They must make a lot of money, them congressmen. And this is where I do agree with the president. He's talking about cutting the salaries of congressmen. And all this in order to help pay for the debt. I don't know if you've heard about that. That's supposed to be—he's trying to get that as part of the budget. Mm-hmm. Salaries—they must make a lot of money. This bitch makes four has a four point three million dollar mansion where she lives in California. She's always talking about the poverty, the people in poverty in the country, right? And how bad right. the ghettos are and shit. Where she lives. It's not even in her congressional district. Mm. And where she lives is 6% African-American. And she lives in a rich neighborhood. And out of them 6% African-American, I guarantee you 5% of them are lawyers and doctors. And she's got the nerve to get up and talk about shit like it.
1: Well, I don't know how much of that money... I, I don't know anything about Maxine Waters. But in general, a lot of the times... People want political careers in high office, not so much because the job pays so much, but because of the fact that once you're in there, that opens the door to giving speeches and writing books and making appearances. And once you've developed that name, you know, like the Clintons, for example, they give a speech somewhere and who knows how much money they can pay for that.
2: I wouldn't give. I'm not saying everybody's in my, inclined to agree with me with what I'm about to say, but I wouldn't give that ugly bitch one red cent to come speak at many of my damn events <laughs> that I would be having. I just don't oh, like her. God, no. I just do the not. Think like about her. It, they
0: made most of their money after he was out of office. I mean that's yeah, most yeah. yeah. Well, that's exactly what from. I'm. Yeah,
2: that's exactly yeah. what I'm getting. At. Yeah. President yeah, exactly. Obama's doing it now. I mean, right. he's, going exactly. making, he's doing around doing the same thing, making money. Yeah, which I'm not yeah. knocking that if they're gonna pay you, so be it. But I mean, I just don't like this woman. I just don't have much use for her. But, I mean, it's just ironic to me that she wants to go around talking about how bad people got and the poverty-stricken folks and all this kind of shit. And then she's over there living in the damn L.A., in the rich part of L.A. is where she lives. Not even her congressional district. I mean... <laughs> Well, I'm waiting to see what's going to happen tomorrow. It could be already happening now, based on their times. I don't know exactly how far ahead it is. It might be a few more hours away that Trump right, right. and uh, Putin are going to be meeting in the morning.
1: Yeah, that should be interesting.
2: But, uh... I don't know what he meant by that, <laughs> okay. Putin... Uh, the, the the going back and forth has already started. Putin's been saying it is uh, mouthing off, saying the sanctions are going to doom to fail, which they very well may be. I can't say yet and true on that. I've never seen a sanction yet usually work. To be honest right. with you, it's, it's just more the symbolic, one yeah. yeah, it's just one sanction sets up another sanction, which leads to another sanction, which eventually leads we're going to bomb your ass because you ain't listening to the other fifteen damn sanctions we gave you. That's pretty much, oh. <laughs> pretty much what it leads to. <laughs> but. uh that uh, he said that he and this I you know I don't know I mean Billy's talked about this before we ain't sure where this could end up heading but he is against us for pulling out of the Paris environmental deal. Yeah. So,
1: well, uh, I'll tell you right now the pressing issue is going to be North Korea. Oh yeah. That's what they're really yeah.
2: Oh yeah yeah. Oh no doubt. Man they I'm gotta no do something man that's some of a bitch man how in the hell Putin can get up and even defend that dude you got to be a damn. You got to be a damn low-life piece of shit to even defend that guy he is nothing yeah. but a tyrant kills his own family kills his own people he's nothing but a low-life piece of shit like what's kim jong-un i right, say that right. shit but i just got no use for him i was watching another video of him today He's only little bastard.
0: How does he even find his nutsack when he pisses? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: he probably to has throw a joke in there. He probably has one of his men come in and do it for him. If they don't, he shoots. It probably her, does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> probably needs help spanking it off too. Can you
2: come? In here yeah, and do this for yeah. Me? Could you might help me? I need some help right here. Come on, now. I'm too tired. I've been sitting on my ass all day doing nothing. Come over here, but
0: uh. Then he kills them afterwards.
2: Yeah. 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 That way they don't talk. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. We laugh, but we don't know how damn true some of that shit can be. (laughs) Probably. Probably. Yeah. Who knows? I don't want to (laughs) know. No, I don't either. That's the image I don't need before I go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Dak Prescott of the Cowboys has been accused of using a machine to sign autographs. Apparently, Panini gave him this machine to sign these autographs. And they gave the cards to Beckett. They signed them on uh, football cards. Well, Beckett noticed it and refused them. Said these aren't real signed autographs. I mean, I'm sure you can tell. You know the same card looks the same every time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they sent them back. They've tried to contact... Uh... To get an announcement or whatever, and Dak and they both refused to, to say anything, which pretty much tells your guilt. But, oh. um, yeah. But, yeah, I think I would return them too. If you're going to give an autograph card, you want something authentic. You don't Not want a absolutely. certificate of authentic, authenticity, authenticity, and you get a damn card that a machine did. Mm uh-huh. hmm. Yeah. Uh, just a story. I'll tell you real quick, and it's not doesn't a bad mouth anybody, but it shocked me. I was probably in my early 20s. I was working for Kroger at the time. And uh, we had uh, this guy, my produce manager. He was telling me a story about Hank Aaron. And in Atlanta, we all think highly of Hank Aaron. Okay. You know. He said that his 15-year-old nephew, was at the time he was 15, was a huge fan of Hank Aaron. They were somewhere out and about. And they ran into him. He said his 15-year-old nephew went up to him to get an autograph, and he refused him. And said, son, you want to get my autograph? It'll cost money. And wanted to charge him 50 bucks to get his autograph. Jeez. What kind of sorry shit is that? And I know it's true because I knew the dad told me the story wouldn't lie about it. ain't no way. There's no way it was made up. I'm not saying he does that every time. I'm not saying he does it to everybody, but he did it to that 15 year old kid that day. Yeah. And that's just shit, man. I can understand if you're tired of signing autographs all day. I mean, you can only go so long. You know, you can't get every single person. Not everybody's like I talked about last week Garth Brooks going
0: to sign autographs 24 hours. <clears throat> that's not everybody. All right. But. Well, yeah, you know, I, I get I it at those, like, autograph signings, like at conventions and stuff for that. I mean, I get the autograph signing. For, you know, they want to make a little money on it. I get that, but. A a kid going up to a guy and just asking 50 bucks, come on, where's your class? You know, I mean, have some class. It's a kid. I mean, it's it's a 15-year-old kid. I mean, the the kid's not going to have a $50 bill in his pocket. Come on. Well, it's like my buddy
2: Sean said, you can get lap dances for 30
0: bucks.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There
1: you go. They're a lot more memorable. uh,
0: Beverly Hills Cop, too, if you guys remember that. It was like you went to the club and you got a Coke. And seven dollars you go seven dollars i can get blown for seven yeah. dollars <laughs> <laughs> yeah that day you probably could probably <laughs> depending <laughs> on what neighborhood well, you're in <laughs> I, I have a i have a true story i mean i'll just make this quick on this i was a uh, girl I was dating about 25 years ago okay she lived it over a little rougher part of akron and i dropped her off and you know had to go wreck right around the block just to turn back down on the main road and I'm sitting there waiting. I'm I'm 16, 17 years old, and I'm just waiting to turn right. Sudden a little knock on the door, a little knock on the window, and there's this little little Asian girl. And she goes, ah, hello, good, suck, 20 buck. True story. (laughs) God, I can tell you one real quick. Didn't do it,
2: but me and Sean, I don't know if he remembers this or not. We were at Athens, and this drunk kept being, she kept hanging around this club we were at that night uh-huh. she just kept on hanging around out there and I noticed the law was talking <clears> to her and she kept on and kept on finally we were leaving mm. same woman walking around drunk and I'm not trying to say that, that I'm not being vulgar I'm not saying the exact words she said she walked up to our window and she had a about you she could tell she was plastered she looked at us stuck in the window and said hey y'all give me a ride home I'll give you two dollars and a piece of pussy <laughs> Uh, i'll man. never forget that man it was $2. in shaw's window shaw just turned his head looked over he was just cracking up i was like hell no man
1: <laughs>
2: i'm like how many times you pulled that shit <laughs> I thought, you got her Boy. rides covered <laughs> yep that was oh, funny god. man oh my god Man, that was that was a wild night, boy. I'll never forget. I was like, "What in the hell?" No, we it didn't
1: sounds two, like it.
2: We didn't take the two dollars. So, if <laughs> anybody's wondering, <laughs> we didn't give it a two bucks. <laughs>
1: oh I noticed um. you're only denying not taking the two dollars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't know where that two dollars was was actually put it could have been up in that pussy <laughs> yeah. oh man like a slot machine <laughs> <laughs> well now they print out tickets <laughs> oh yeah that's true that's true <laughs>
2: oh, my if that God. happens I'm going to really get worried
0: <laughs> oh yeah no doubt I'm going to be like
2: what the hell you got up in there <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh jesus
2: <laughs> i did want to tell this one little cool story i thought was kind of neat four people were found uh, in a photo of picture of them when they were kids and uh <coughs> they were at a concentration camp in uh, auschwitz auschwitz i don't know how you pronounce it
1: auschwitz? auschwitz yeah
2: auschwitz, auschwitz yeah auschwitz they, there was a photo of four <coughs> kids one guy that was named mike i think was his name or something he was four at the time of the picture and, uh, he didn't know any of the kids and, uh, they found two of them that were in the photo. He found two of them 72 years later. And the ironic cool thing was all four of them had made the trip to America after they got out and all four of them had settled in New Jersey. Well, where they made their home. I thought that was kind of wild and all of them did that. Yeah, that home. is, that is. And, uh, so I thought that was cool. That's
0: a cool story. Well, I enjoyed having you on the show, Earl. Well, thank absolutely. you for having me. I appreciate sometime. it. You guys do a wonderful job, and thank you. you, know, I'm, a, well, thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm a loyal listener. I enjoy what you guys do, and uh, keep up doing, doing what you're doing. You guys are great. All right. Well, man, thank I you.
1: It. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: we'll, we'll do it again sometime. So I'm absolutely. Thank happen. you for having me. It's was, it was wonderful. I had a great time.
1: Yes. Thanks for being here, and, and best wishes with your project there. That sounds very exciting.
0: Oh, I can't wait. and I just want to give a quick shout-out to everybody on my my staff and uh, the whole team, uh, the some kind of radio show crew of uh, Dylan, Ben, Tony, Debbie, um, of course, John, who's uh, back with us, and my good buddy Troy Froman out in California, who was on Saved by the Bell. He's one of our uh, guys, too. I want to give him a quick shout-out, too. So I just want to give everybody a shout-out and say hello and thank you and hope you guys all tuned in to listen tonight. Uh,
2: the only thing I want to make mention of – is Saturday. I've decided I'm not going to go into all the details, but the motivation things I was doing on YouTube, I'm going to s- convert it to a speaker podcast. Simple reason is it's hard to try to keep track with the cameras and all that shit and try to do that. I, I think I'd be more open and be more of myself if I was doing it as a podcast instead of trying to video it. That's the only reason why I'm switching. So I'll have it up on Saturday morning sometime. But other than that, we'll be back. What, what day is this? Thursday? There's Thursday. You. Monday. I never can keep the damn days track. We'll get back Monday night. Thank you all for listening.
0: It's Ryobi days at the Home Depot. Buy a Ryobi OnePlus two-pack battery starter kit for just 99 bucks, and get one of over 20 select Ryobi OnePlus tools up to an $84 value free. The OnePlus system also fits over 125 other Ryobi tools. So now going cordless is almost Endless. Buy the battery kit, get a free tool. Ryobi Days now at the Home Depot. More saving,
1: more doing. Valid through June nineteenth. Limit one per customer while supplies last. See store for details.
0: There's a difference between do it yourself and do it for a living. At the Home Depot, we get that, and we're here to help pros get the job done
2: with the products and brands you trust. Technology to keep your job on track. Job site delivery to save you time and bulk pricing on over 4,000 items every day to save you money. When you've got a job, we're on the job. The Home Depot, more saving, more doing.